Yes, that's a spaceship taking off. I'll be in one of them soon, like a modern dragon with a roar and a hiss and a tail stretching from Earth to sky and way beyond. It may take me to the moon or the stars. It may miss its mark. And there I'll be going round and round the world forever, like a little shining full stop in the clouds. We've torn secrets from the atom that could give a fuller life to everybody. And we spend our time threatening to blow continents to dust. It's plain stupid. But us forgetting, we must get on with the play, mustn't we? I've got to go into space in that play and come down again. I don't mind it in my spaceship. Not much room to stretch, of course, but you can eat all right. Sleeping's difficult. I need Mr. Nod for that. Did you ever hear of him? He's the man with the silver dust. Why, millions and millions of children in other countries all over the world believe that he comes every night, scatters magic dust in your eyes, sends you off to the land of Nod to sleep. But the storm clouds was already gathering over Europe. All over Europe, storm clouds gathered together over the storm-clouded land. As far as from Elbe to Rhine, the storm clouds gathered, their black shadows racing across a storm-clouded landscape, as Europe trembled under new threats of storm clouds. Yes, but the horizon was darkened with gathering storm clouds when it began to rain from storm clouds all over Europe. From Elm to Rhine, rain. From Trees to Mlen, rain. From little scrubby cottages in the North Sea to little scrubby cottages in the Dead Sea, storm clouds rained a heavy hail of rain, pelting, falling, dropping, dripping, lashing, whispering, aspirin, all over Europe. countryside around here is uniformly gray and brown. But when it rains, overnight the hills turn a brilliant green which shoots our continuity to pieces. We've had to hire bulldozers to plow the green grass right back again. We've even hired bands of workmen to go around pulling out the flowers. You got a couple of hands full of nuts off the tree so far this year, but the squirrel's cleared a couple of pounds already. 
and I'm willing to share those nuts with her, you know, I'm willing to split on a 50-50 basis, but she wants to take all the pecans, and I know if she gets into that tree now, she'll clear it in a day. Now, I could kill this squirrel. It's just a female cat squirrel, you know. Mm. Uh, but I'm going to stick to a, a cold a war. It's a cat? female cat squirrel. Go ahead. But I'm going to, I'm sticking to a cold war attack on it. Uh, I've ruled out traps and I've ruled out someone shut the door? guns. Yeah. Yeah. Just a second, I'll get, get it. The door. Hold on. Get it? I'm a retired railroader, uh, and I'm sort of got barricades. That's so the way I'm fighting Bill. it. See, the squirrel first attacked my pecan tree several weeks ago when the nuts were still green, so uh -huh. I blockaded the uh, bottom of the tree, the ground root, with a flat metal disc, which extends about 18 inches out from the bark. See, the mm -hmm. squirrel uh, just watched this for a while, and then uh, it climbed a nearby plum tree and hopped from the branches of the plum tree into the pecan tree. See? Artichokes. So I cut back the plum tree branches. Mm -hmm. uh, the squirrel Onions. moved to air corridor number two. See, that's that orange air tree corridor. that overhangs the pecan. Uh -huh. <laughs> and then I chopped down the orange tree. Egg yolk. Yeah. So the squirrel moved to the plum tree, and she lengthened into range. The plum trees, you see, is now about five feet. The branches are about five feet from the pecan's branches, but the squirrel gave it a try, and a couple times she fell, of course, hurt herself, but then she also made some successful raids. So I cut back the plum and the pecan branches, and uh, I noticed now, though, that the ripening plums had brought the branches low enough so that the squirrel could just jump up on top and get them that way, so I cut back the low branches. Uh -huh. uh, the squirrel, though, is in such good shape by now that uh, she can make a five-foot leap uh, with a running start. Come Let me get no, that just a second. Oh, all right. It might be the squirrel again. Mr. Huh? Proctor? Yes? Mr. Philip Proctor? Yes. Yes, I have a message from you. Yes? I have a message from you that I'd like to read. What? I found it on the street. What? It's got your name on it. What it's it a little poem. It's called, From the Girls Whose Lives You Changed in the Shell Gas Station. Thank you. Oh. I, I can't read it. It's all sticky. I imagine. I can't make it up. It's terrible. There's oh. something here oh, about. Look at that. Something here oh. about oh. a wrecked oh. gear shift on oh. the freeway of life. Oh. Oh. That's terrible. Oh. I better leave. <laughs> Bye. Classical music is so small. Oh, that's why I don't think that's why the kids don't know. It's communication time, folks. Uh, can Hi. you uh, can you hear me? I don't turn it on. How do you do it? Oh, beautiful. Uh, can you can you can you hit no? Can you hear me? Hello, can you hear me? That's I can good. hear you. Let's put yours up next to the thing. Hello, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I am speaking through a toy into a microphone. This is the media trip. Uh, over. Uh, over, over, uh, over. I can hear you, but I can't hear you when I'm talking. Over. <laughs> you look as if you're eating. You look as if you're eating a bun sandwich. That's right. Well, we'll think of some. Very disconcerting to talk to somebody. I would like to inform you, gentlemen, at this particular juncture of peasant characteristics. Marshal McLuhan, I got you covered. Yes. Yeah, this, <laughs> this trip ain't big enough for both of us, Marshal. Peasant characteristics include the following. Pleasant. Peasant. Peasant. Peasant, as in peasants, as in you peasants and. Yeah. Similar expressions. Extreme suspicion. <laughs> Ruthlessness. Uh, oh. Unflinching Puritanism. Yeah, boy. Oh. Yeah, hand off my gas station. Fundamentalist religiosity. Oh, what an unpeasant trait. God a is a tree. <laughs> a a God is all the trees. God is this tree or I kill you ruthlessly. Boy, you're much more of a peasant than I am. What happened to your flint, Yoni? Oh. A dislike for politicians. Yeah, the schnifter is no good. Oh. 
cynicism about who wins in life. Oh, yeah. the, the, li the, the, the little schnacker one again <laughs> yeah. this time. You know, I could win any time I want to, but I don't want to. A fear of anarchy. Yeah. A right. passion for order. Yeah. And a belief that honesty is best served by severity. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. I think the only honest thing you can do with, it, with an anarchist is whip him. Yeah, yeah. Just like, just like Might uh, even enjoy it. This Should we tell the anarchist joke again? The anarchist yeah, joke? We do it once a year over the radio, Peter. Yeah, well, and now for Peter's joke. All right, this is, uh, this is the anarchist joke. Well, the reason I want to tell this is that uh, we're going to be coming up in about, in about 45 minutes with a uh, very special panel. So at 9 o'clock, I want you to be ready. And anarchy is going to be part of the subjects because we're going to be talking about politics and dope and about dope in general. Four very wonderful straight young men will be coming on this show and, and letting you know where it's all at. Anarchy. Well, the, the big thing about anarchy is that they, they called a huge meeting of the anarchists in St. Louis, and everyone who attended was kicked out of the club. <laughs> <laughs> St. Louis, I understand, mm -hmm. told you that joke. That's right. St. Louis did himself. <laughs> when, it's when one, he one of the oldest uh, from the personal uh, person who used to talk to the birds and then eat them. <laughs> to say, hi, Sam. Oh, how you doing? He said, come here. <laughs> and say things over. to him like, mm, you're going to taste good. Attention, Mr. Rudolf Hess. This is something I found in the yeah. personals <laughs> column of the uh, LA uh, Times. Attention, Mr. Rudolf Hess. Difficulties are being encountered in carrying out your instructions regarding purchase of properties in Dana Point and Huntington Beach. Please contact attorney Norman J. Kaplan. Signed, the Banca Popolare Svizzera. I hope he gets the news. Hey, Adolf Hitler won. He uh, did. <laughs> yeah, who we was were, he playing? He was playing. Playing. Um, he was playing the forces of organized anarchy. Yeah, right. That's up in Oregon. <laughs> right, the yeah. forces of organized anarchy, beavers. Oh, beavers. You guys. <laughs> the team. Name. Let's play Porco.